I think the last, the first time I joined, which was the last meeting, I learned so much from you all. I started in April of this year, so I'm, you know, brand spanking new, less than 90 days old. And I was trying to figure this out as I went along. I connected with Stephanie and she's been a, a tutor from everything to navigating the app to, you know, talking about different techniques to drive sales. And then when I listened to you all speak, you know, the other day, there were so many ideas. It was such a rich exchange. So I think this is really valuable. And one of the things that I would really like to hear from you all, especially, um, you know, those of you who've been here for months or years, is how do you, how do you navigate the summer? Because we talked about it the last time, um, sales are down. I've literally had nothing leave my closet for about three or four weeks. And uh, offers are coming in, they're very low, so I'm declining them. But you know, it would be great to hear how you all navigate this. How do you, you know, sort of compensate for it, if at all, or you just plan for, you know, when September comes, like somebody was saying in the, in the last meeting, and just you just wait to push things out then. Cool. Yeah, we'll definitely touch on that, you know, and we'll have a we'll have a broader discussion incorporating the sort of like offer strategy ideas and experiences and then also the summer slowdown, especially for people who've uh, been through summers before and maybe have some advice or at least uh, can tell us it'll be okay. It's almost September, although actually today <laughs> is the very first official day of summer. So sorry guys, it didn't even start yet. It started at 513 in New York, 513, I don't know. Um, Cool, thank you. Uh, let's do Cinta next. Okay, uh, hi. I have to take one of my ears out so I can hear myself. <laughs> uh, my name is Cinta. My uh, posh uh, closet is Cinta Spectre. And I've been on Poshmark since 2017, but I, oh, 18, but I only really started using it in 2020. Um, after, uh, I left my, um, my music job with a bunch of students and like, it was just complicated during, you know, the, 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 when COVID, you know, with some equipment was a whole different story. So I was like, yeah, no, it's time. Let's, let's find something else to do. So this is how I got into the Poshmark, but at the same time I had actually done fashion and I was living in South Africa so this is like just a whole nother level to like selling boutiques like I was selling like my own designs in boutiques before but this is like like selling your own clothing <laughs> which is kind of cool or like stuff that you find um uh that you can you know like set up and in regards to these events, this would be the second time I hosted one uh, last week. Was it last week? Yeah, last week um, for the first time. So I've never really gotten involved in this kind of stuff. This is like new, but I'm loving it. And I am totally learning a lot out of just listening to what everybody's like situation is because it helps me get through, you know, what I'm going through as well. And it has been a little bit slow for me at this moment. Um, it's been, it's been interesting. Uh, yeah. And luckily I still do teach, um, like students privately online. Um, so it helps me through all these little hiccups that Poshmark goes through. So I don't like freak out and have a panic attack. At least I know I have a little bit of income coming in from another place. Multiple or else I, 
I, <laughs> I don't know what I do. <laughs> so yeah, that's me in a nutshell, music and fashion. That's it. <laughs> that's great. What did you, what was your, so, um, uh, just for everyone's benefit, I tried to get into Cinta's uh, event and I couldn't. Uh, just like technology, technology wasn't working. Or was I late? Oh no, you were you were still going, but I couldn't get in because it was like hosted through yeah. Facebook and I couldn't get on. But um, what was that like? Yeah, I'll, I'll... To the, two, the two that you've now been on. Um, anything that we can learn from your experience hosting? Um. Well, the experience that I had with um, doing the first ever um, event was it was very nonchalant and very kind of and there were people there. Obviously, some people wanted to be seen. Other people didn't. And and we were just kind of like talking about our own experiences on Poshmark and then, you know, what our personal lifestyle was um, as as an individual and things that we had done in the past. So it wasn't really completely focused on topical questions it was more like how we got to where we got to like right now like I met another artist and I was like oh my gosh this is so cool they're like people like me <laughs> I'm not the only one out there <laughs> I've been saved yeah yeah so it was nice to uh -huh. speak to a community of people who are in the creative field as well not just you know, people who have just been in professional, I mean, I've been in professional fields, I've been offices, and I was like, the odd one out, like, oh, she dresses differently, she's probably not supposed to be in the embassy, I'm like, oh, here we go again with the heels, so I've, I've been shunned from the office environment already, I know I'm not an office person, <laughs> I know I'm an artist, I've been told it already, oh, it's too funny, sorry. I cheer oh and laugh God. at the same oh time. <laughs> you, you will never, you will never be shunned here. I can promise you that. Oh, thank you. So, um, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I think like I've been in both. I've been in SIPs. Like the first one I ever joined was Renee's and it was totally like a SIP. Like we were gulping and it was so much fun. But then I've been in some like much more structured ones that are like, you know, and now we're going to talk about this and now someone's going to give a talk on this. And so yeah. that's kind of why I wanted people to opine on these questions so that we can see, you know, what else are we missing and see if we can set up stuff that kind of caters to both, like the casual just chatting about whatever, and then also the opportunity to learn and learn from each other. Um, and I know that there are I other on on this uh call even who have some ideas for that what were you gonna say uh, i was i was gonna ask if there were ways to incorporate events that we could do as a collective because they already do events on a larger scale how can we perhaps develop something with the community that we create through possible things that we can do as you know as just people whether it's yeah, on, I, you know what i mean yeah I kind of get what you're saying there. And the problem with that is, is Posh is so big and has gotten so, mm. um, you know what I'm saying about themselves, about yeah. wrapping around everything around its brand and headquarters. It's actually going to be up to you as a community to build your collective and right. then take that to them. I know exactly is, what you're talking about, artists and market-wise or oh, something I like see, that. Because I see. I'm doing it with our group locally, 
like a poshers. Oh, and once we get it um, completely ironed out, you know, with all of the little details, oh, then we wow. are going to approach um, head, like headquarters or um, some of the staff and say, hey, you know what, this is something that we're looking at launching within our own personal community. Like, um, can we get y'all kind of just to back well, us up a little bit, you know, yeah. like, can you yeah. put the community events that's out cool. there for us? And basically you're doing it, um, with your collaborative and your artist group, uh -huh. Uh -huh. um, you're just asking, basically you're asking them to say, Hey, can you put this up as a community event? Like I'm doing all the legwork and right, Hey, you can right, have a little bit of right. the, the, credit because this is sort of posh related we we're doing vintage clothing right, right. or items mm -hmm. from our closet that we came together to do um but yeah I get exactly what you're talking about because I'm working on that with our tribe here um about building an artisan market we're hoping to um launch our first one um that in August is cool so and that's what we're doing oh, we're well, ironing awesome. everything so out and That's then we're going to go to Posh. Yeah. Wow. Then we'll email them and say, oh. hey, this is what we're doing in our community. Do you want to kind of help out That's a little bit here awesome. or spread the word? Or, yeah. Yeah. So if and you I do the say, legwork, girl, I'm hoping that they will back us up on it. If I could say one thing on oh. that. It yeah. is, it is uh, really, at least in my experience, and I know it varies, and I know it sometimes depends on your ambassador level. I'm only, I'm an ambassador one, the red star one. Um, it is sometimes feels impossible to get a human to respond to you, to like read and understand oh, wow. and show some, um, and show I some. Have... Hold on, hold on, let me, it, it, this has a twist at the end that you guys don't know yet. It's, it feels impossible to get someone to respond to you in a way that indicates they're a human that understands the words that you <laughs> said to them. Um, but once yeah, you do, yeah. once you find a human and it's really, really hard, uh, they respond so quickly that your head spins. Like they, like you send a message and you say like, oh, it's Sunday night. So I'm probably not gonna hear. And they like responded before you finished that thought. So they are very, enthusiastic about helping people and hearing ideas and getting this sort of stuff going for you mm -hmm. but it's mm -hmm. so hard to get a person so I know there are a few people on here who are lucky enough to like have that sort of audience but if you're someone who doesn't have that um definitely try to connect I mean you can reach out to me I sort of like just in the last like day or two started getting like humans to respond to me and it like am amazed at like how quickly and how enthusiastic they are and responsive and great um so if you're struggling with that you can reach out to me there's a few others on here i won't call them out but if they want to say that they're open to hearing people who are uh trying to get through then um they should definitely say that cat as long as we sort of started hearing the beginning of that why don't you go and then also i'd love to hear like even more about what you're working on, like what specifically you guys are trying to get off the ground. Okay, um, <clears throat> I'm Kat. I am a South Texas trash on Poshmark. I have been on Poshmark since 2014. Um, wow. And <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, we've, 
it's kind of awesome to watch how far it's come. It's, um, I'm talking when I joined the platform, there was, I want to say less than, less than 5,000 users. Mm. And those were people that would wow. come and go. That even happened then, you know what I'm wow. saying? Like they would come and post something and then be inactive. Um, and I, we like to call our closet, our catch and release closet because um, I like to shop and my, my daughter and I like to shop and we like to shop for ourselves a lot. <laughs> so we're like, you know who would like this? Oh, I would love this. I would love this. So, um, you know, those items when you get home and you're like, yeah, this doesn't look as good as I thought it was going to be or something. Those, those are um, the first <laughs> things that go up. And then um, second of all, we do like to um, give, I mean, like I said, we call it catch and release. So we do enjoy the items for a while and then we'll put them up on Posh. And uh, we like to upcycle vintage items and save them. Pieces that have been um, tossed that are going to go in the trash because they have a hole or something's wrong with them. We do like to cut them up and repurpose them into something else or maybe even refurbish a dress or something. Um, I've been sewing for a really long time. My oldest is 24. I've been sewing most of her life. So that kind of, I get the artist thing. I totally get where you're coming from. Because See? There you I have it. Things, um, okay. <laughs> and while I say that, I've been on Posh for a long time. I host a Posh and Sip in real life once a month. And it's a, um, a local reseller meetup. There's seven or eight of us. And um we actually, the last one we called Posh and Tacos. So we all got together and did that. We're actually building a um, platform to go to Posh and talk to them about community markets, about like a farmer's market. You know, you see like the vintage markets right? Um, right. and things like that. But we're actually talking about like um, where you're genuinely taking stuff from your posh closet to go to a vendor show to sell, which is, you know, starting to become a thing. I've really noticed that not only the vintage stuff, but pop-up markets are becoming really big. Um, I mean, okay, come on. They've been around forever. Vendor markets have been around for since the beginning of time. It was where you went to get your unique stuff and things that you couldn't find online. Um, But we're kind of building the base. What we want to do is actually, we have tickets and um, dates for some markets that we know people that run them. Like, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm in the Houston area, by the way. Mm-hmm. So we have something called ThriftCon that is coming to Houston in three weeks at the Energy Center. It's where they have rented a portion of the, of the center and they're holding, it's a massive swap shop, massive for vintage and um, secondhand clothing, secondhand accessories, whatever. It's massive. Um, we know a few of the people that are actually running that. The, the girl that started that is very young. She's, she's like in her maybe late 20s. And this is their third year having it. And I mean, come on, her event, Energy Center, like one of the biggest venues in Houston. Uh, like for real honestly yes I know Posh Fest is going to be in Houston this year and the venue just a heads up only holds 1500 people seated just a heads up I don't know why they didn't do a bigger venue but anyways um 
who we're trying to build the basics of how to put on our own market, if that makes sense, because we don't want to just keep it to vintage or artisan items, because that is one of the most frustrating things. When artisans go to apply at a farmer's market, because we can make our stuff, like it's not just magic up. It's not, we're not taking right. something. And for the most part, even upcycling, I've got to break a, a dress completely down to the seams to I, put it back yep. together. So I it's like you. creating a new dress. Mm -hmm. So, so do you um, mean like making it so it's all Poshmark closets in your area doing an event? Pretty much. We want to see you're if we can do, yes, like a farmer's market with poshers. Okay. Because there's another cool. platform that also offers swaps. Like there's another... Sorry. Oh, Vinted. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Vinted is actually where I started out on. In 2012, I started out on Vinted. That's how a lot of people from Vinted actually migrated wow. to Posh when Posh um, launched nice. because um, Ashton Kutcher at the time is someone that had his hands in a lot of like money in the background. And he, on our forums, he had posted and that's how we found out to kind of move to his new venture. Poshmark, Ooh. he was one of their first like people to funnel money into oh, Poshmark. Interesting. Um, in case y'all didn't know that, just a heads up. I <laughs> so, yeah. He was like one that of their makes, first backers. Okay. Wow. Um, it's it's pretty cool, but that's- I'm curious like, when, when someone posts somewhere and says, hi, this is Ashton Kutcher on like a message board. How many, like, how did they like get you to believe them? Oh, how did they get us to believe that? I would be like, yeah, them? right. <laughs> yeah, um, because he did a personal message and it was, there were details about the platform that he included that we were like, oh, um, and not only that, um, at the time, it was a time frame in his life where he was still friends with Mila, but they weren't together. And um, she actually did a video. So that was, it was kind of crazy. Um, but the uh, yeah and a lot of people did like you'll notice that in the beginning of posh they had a hard time really bringing in people to back them celebrity wise I think um, because it was so unknown type or they didn't understand the concept or something um but but yeah like I said about the artisan market once we get something like hammered out wise like business plan wise, then that's when we're going to go to Posh and say, hey, you know, do you want to kind of back us on this? Because it, we are promoting Poshmark technically for you. So, I mean, we're not asking to be paid or anything. Basically, we're asking for them to put a link to our market on their community events page. Right. Pretty that much. Makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> yeah. yeah our how they'll respond to that given uh it, like in, on the one hand it could increase their business because people will people who come to your market will also be referred to Poshmark and obviously anything they do to enhance the community makes us yes. as users stickier but on the other you know it initially it might be viewed as like they're it's not getting a cut, profit so, yeah yeah so I'm curious uh how they'll weigh those two factors. Well, do they make profit from passion sips? Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, this is just a way for them to keep the users sticky so that, you know, now everybody learns all the tips and tricks and goes and feels motivated instead of like having a bad 
couple of yeah. weeks and giving up. So, um, but oh, I'm yeah. really curious. I hope that you'll definitely keep us posted on your progress and on their response. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I kind of have, and that's the thing is like Stephanie did say, there are some of us that attend Posh and Sips. Like I said, I have mine in real life. I mean, because I kind of tend to end up having something happening around Zoom. It's hard for me to pick or a date to actually Zoom. The in real life ones, we can throw together in like two weeks because our thrift group is hardcore. We're like pretty much, I mean, okay. We're together on and off so much that we have our own day that we call Wild Bins Wednesday, and that's when we go thrifting together. So, I mean, we are kind of a close knit group, but we are very open to bringing more people in. We just had to join our last cautions that like Holly and another girl joined us and they were really apprehensive because they're new and Holly actually only works on consignment for her posh so that was interesting to learn from her about how she handles um consigning because she very rarely sells anything of her own she simply does Poshmark to consign other people's stuff it's interesting it's and I'm sorry if you mentioned this I had a little tech uh, fizz out when you first started um how did you guys all connect on Poshmark or did you connect we did. IRL we did. For, we, on Posh? We actually, okay, we actually met about a year ago at what you, what our area has some prominent resellers and they called it a master class. The one that Stephanie's talking about where you have actual like speakers and they come in and do like various PowerPoints and things like that. There is one or two of Yeah. <laughs> there's one That's or two intense. of those. Well, oh there's one or two of those that are hosted by a couple of poshers um, here in Houston. Um, they actually rent a venue and do it. It's pretty insane. Um, but it's nice. We met there and hit it off. And now we, like I said, we at least we make plans to be to get like in real life, all of us together at least once a month so we can brainstorm, especially like when the whole algorithm stuff came up. It was helpful to get together. Um, we had new postures like bring their iPads and um, so we could kind of walk them through what we do to get over the slump or, I mean, honestly, I've, I've been poshing forever and I've been selling forever, whatever. And summer is always slow. June is always slow because, you know, families have vacations or they've already planned their money and they're budgeted out. So June is always a slow month. So I just try to stay consistent. Like the, the listing every day, even if it's just one listing that puts, that at least puts your closet up there somewhere for them to say, oh yeah, she's still active. And another thing, if you're buying, I'll buy and I'll go and look like at the bottom to see when that posture was last active. Before you buy. And, yeah, like when you go down to check to see, um, I love that new feature. It's one of my favorites because I'm an instant gratification kind of person. Like if Amazon can have it to me at eight o'clock in the morning, yes, ma'am, let's do it at the cart, all of it. So um, I'll look and see if they haven't been active in like the last four days, I'll just, I'll go to the next closet. Like I'll go to whatever, it, because they could only have a few items. It's a new posture. They just threw a bunch of stuff up. They just kind of 
are seeing, feeling it out. So I think a lot of people like that, um, they do have the fresh closets that just joined and all that. But I think some people like that, they have multiple, like I'm gonna say five to six listings in their new closet. I think they kind of get lost. I think they don't get the response they were looking for. So they kind of just don't bother with the app any longer. So I think that's the instant gratification in them that they're like, oh, well, maybe my stuff's not as popular as I thought it was going to be. So they move along, maybe. But yeah, that's one of the things I do check um, on, on how <laughs> active they've been or when they were last active. And we have a lot of inactive closets. I, I would be so happy. If they did something. Yeah, I, I check that last active like all the time. I'll even check it before I share someone's stuff <laughs> because if they're not active, they're not going to know I shared. And you know, like yeah, Waste I do time. share just because I'm a nice person. But you know, <laughs> I like to share because I think that they're going to come check out my items or share my items. Mm -hmm. So if I see that someone hasn't been on, and I also check and uh, because when I'm up in the middle of the night, as I think you all know, I am prone to be, um, all the people that are sharing me, I check to see if they're actually active because if they're not, it means it's just their bot. And I don't really care yeah. about sharing back for a bot. I like to share back for a person. Um, but that wow. is interesting. the fresh closets. There is, I think a really steep drop-off like people start a closet, like you said, put up a couple of things and they either get hooked right away and become mm -hmm. like the us, like the, you know, <laughs> 20 people that you see in front of you right now, or, you know, they forget about it completely and never return. And even if an item sells, like they don't even get the notification. And that's, I keep hearing, um, especially since the algorithm change, I keep hearing from people who are buyers that they try to buy things and there's a huge, uh, uptick in just orders not being fulfilled after you buy something. Um, wow, so definitely, that's and then crazy. That, Never ship. Yeah. And that yeah, goes that's, also that's crazy. That goes also to another topic that um, you know we're going to discuss in more depth later um, about offers. I think that a lot of people use offers just to make sure that there's a human on the other end receiving that offer that's going to fulfill that order. Um, you know, you might. I, I know I get a lot of offers that are like really not that much less than the list price. And at first I was like, this is ridiculous. Just it's $2, you know, like it's not that big. But I think so that it's because they want to know that I'm responding, that I'm, you know, alive and going to send out their order and not just let it expire after a week. Um, we had a couple of new people join. So what we're doing is we're going around and everybody is uh, saying their name, their closet, how and when they joined Poshmark and a little something if they, if you have an opinion on the, questions that were in the uh, meeting invitation. I know I keep saying that because it's my corporate days rearing its head, but <laughs> closet listing, not meeting invitation, closet listing. Um, on the topic of Posh and Sips, we're getting really meta tonight and talking about like, um, you know, if you're a regular joiner or if you just started joining and like what kinds of things you find valuable, what kinds of things you want to see more of, and especially conversely, you know, what kinds of things like, do you think happen too much and or would make you not want to join? What, what makes it feel more inclusive and how can we be even more inclusive and get more people up? And I'm just calling on people in the order that they're, even though the order keeps shifting. So, um, but let's go to um, Audrey. I know you're, okay. Hey, you want to, you want to go next? 
Alrighty, hi everyone. I'm Audrey with Audrey's Fabulous. Well, my, my full name really is Audrey Fabulous Finds, but it was too long to put in there. <laughs> um, I have been poshing, I've been on Poshmark mm, since 2019, but I did not go uh, live for selling until 2021 after I retired from the corporate world. Um, what got me into poshing? Uh, of course, I am. I was a shopper. I'm still a shopper. Um, I used to have so many clothes, and the more clothes I give away, Guess the more I was getting. And uh, the last time I gave someone. Uh, shoes galore, hats, all kind of clothing. They, they was like, where are you getting all these clothes from? Out of my closet. Well, um, of course, I sometimes go to the Goodwill, and lo and behold, where do I see my clothes? At the Goodwill. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, but I'm seeing my shoes that I gave them. And I'm saying, okay, you asked me for these things, and you have taken my things to the Goodwill. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, um, some of you may know, and some of you may not know, I am an ordained minister. And so um, everything I do um, in my closet, it is, uh, I feel it as a gift. Uh, I noticed that you guys are saying that June is a slow month, but June has been, I have not been slow. Uh, I have been very wow. busy. And of wow. course, I, I always thank God for everything that I do, all of my sales. When I make a sale, I thank God. Um, and so um, my husband, I was concentrating on uh, the amount that I was putting in my closet. Of course, I have a lot of luxury items in my closet. Um, a lot of furs, minks, um, a lot of minks. I've sold a lot of minks. I've sold about 18 minks since um, September of last year. And and so, uh, as a matter of fact, I've sold three furs this month, and it's summertime. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, uh, very interesting. Wow. And so and I was. You were back on for that. What three? Three already. Yeah. Three. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Yeah. So uh, I was like, your, we're gonna look at some of your stuff later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so I um, I've just been blessed uh, to be able to be busy. I've um, I've listened to Chrissy a lot, um, and I've tried some of the things that she has taught me, and that is um, some of my things. I, I offer free shipping. That has helped. Um, when someone offered me something, uh, at first I was like, okay, wait a minute. I've already I already have it low enough, and now you're trying to just Really, you think you were at the Goodwill, but, <laughs> but anyway, my husband told me to look at it a different way, and so, <laughs> and I did, I did, and and, and I know um, 
again, it was, it was, um, once I started looking at the way he, he looked at it is not everyone can afford the prices and you're in it to bless someone. And so that's what I, that's how I, I feel that I've been so busy because I'm not looking at the prices, but I'm looking at when someone give, sends me a low offer, I accept it because, I mean, I know there are some people out there that cannot afford it. There are some people out there that can, but they just like a good deal. And so I just look at it as a blessing for them as well as me. So the more I, the more I just accept, the more I, I see, the more I um, sell. And that's what has been happening for this month. So, so if you're not yeah, making sales, if you're not making sales, it's because you're not praying enough. Well, no, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. That was a joke. Sorry. Oh boy. <laughs> going to that uh, conversation about that. <laughs> So I'm sorry. I can't, yeah. I can't help myself sometimes. I know you couldn't help yourself, but that's just that's just me. I you love know. the positivity. I love it. Yeah. That's just me, and that's just what I be my belief. You know. Yeah. So you've joined a couple passion sips now. Any thoughts on uh, the sort of smattering of questions on what more we can do or what more you'd want to see? Um, I, I'm just, when I come to, to the uh, passion sips, I'm always learning something. So I'm, I'm just listening to everyone. And if it's something that I'm not doing, I'll try it and see how it works. And so uh, it has really, I have really, really learned a lot from everyone um and so that's what i take in it's, it's 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 good to ask questions when you don't understand something um and some things i don't understand i'll just try it anyway and say okay that's what that that's what they mean and and it, it just works out just works out yeah, I always say I'm I'm always experimenting. Like I do yes. something in earnest for a while, and if it doesn't work, I turn to the next thing. And who knows if it's actually just the last thing I did yes. that caused it, or if it was like gonna you know happen coincidentally anyway. But uh, mm -hmm. you know, like I like to say for any uh, psych majors out there, we're all just pigeons in a Skinner box of Poshmark. Um. Cool. Well, thanks. And I think that we'll definitely want to learn from you and your awesome uh, summer slowdown busting, your, uh, breaking, uh, breaking mold. So <laughs> definitely going to want to hear uh, some of that. Uh, if only we could ship internationally, then we could ship to the other hemispheres and then there would never yeah. be summer anywhere. South America, they're, they're buying all your minks. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Claudia next. Right. Do you have your do you have your uh, uh, your mug that I love? No, I so have a Lone Star. Ooh. I am also from the Houston area. Um, I'm from Tomball. 